This is Herbert from Fritz Schlammerack and you're listening to Tore Jugend Radio. Turbo Jugend Radio. You heard it from Herbert. You're listening to True Bugans Radio, the episode number 12, which means it's anniversary. It's a one year anniversary of True Bugans Radio, which we are uh, bringing to you. And yeah, by the way, Herbert, who was uh, doing the intro on this episode, he just recently celebrated his uh, 75th. Yes, you heard that right. 75 years of age, Herbert had his birthday and uh, Jugans were coming from all over the places. I heard that Al, he uh, flew in from uh, Los Angeles to just to be with Herbert on his uh, 75th birthday. Great thing. Um, yeah, he was uh, uh, having a party and it, I, was, I was told it was a blast. And uh, yeah, thank God we will be all having the chance to um, uh, go ahead and con con congratulate him on his birthday. And I want to do this officially on the podcast right now. So Herbert, happy birthday. We are all happy to have you around us and we're all happy about the Schlemmerack that you set up for us to be such a nice and convenient and lovely place to hang out and drink our, uh, drink our beers. All right, so this is the one year anniversary episode of True Vegan Radio and we will be bringing um, to you news from all over the planet. Um, we'll be going to uh, Cincinnati uh, to Truby and talk to Truby and Sin City. Um, I just visited uh, the states and got the chance to talk to those wonderful guys um, over there. We'll be having our um, monthly MVP segment as I'm talking to Mickey Six from Truby and Salzburg. And at the end of the podcast, we once again head back to North America, but this time to Canada to give you guys an update on um, a pretty big event of Truby um, against uh, Toronto Darkness as I'm talking to the local president who set up a really, really big event called uh, Truby Ugent Nights happening in Toronto in August. So yeah, sit down all of you, open up your pants and maybe also skirts. Yeah, but just keep quiet and let, let your things arouse and keep listening to True Beyond Radio episode number 12. True Worldwide. So here I am in the city of Sin, Cincinnati, in Ohio, with on a Monday, Monday evening with six Jugends showing up, which is kind of impressive for a Monday night. They're all nodding. To talk about the Truby Jugend in the city of Cincinnati. So uh, you guys are, how, for how, uh, how many years have you guys been doing this? Uh, seven years, we started in 2007, 2006. Late 2006, Six, time we got eight years. The Kooten arrived, it was seven. Well, back there, it took, it took nine months to get a cut, so. Why was that? Well, was it back then from Hamburg? Yeah, yeah, so. Uh, and then settling on Sin City was part of it because we wanted Cincinnati and couldn't get that. 
there was a there was a false Yugen that was already registered called Cincinnati. Um, so we couldn't we couldn't get that name. I tried to contact um, the people who were listed as being the president and vice president of that chapter, and no one ever responded to me. We had never seen a single jacket or anything, and so we decided just go with Sin City. And uh, since then, we've actually taken control of the Cincinnati chapter too. Um, so we have two, but um, we we represent a Sin City. That's where we started. So would you consider yourself a Torbjörg in Cincinnati or Sin City? Well, we own both chapters. So it was a takeover? Well, uh, it wasn't that difficult. A friendly? It, it definitely wasn't a hostile takeover. We just, um, I, I emailed um, the Yugen Wart and uh, asked if we could have the name because nobody was doing anything with it. And uh, so we ended up eventually having it. And uh, But we don't really represent us that. We just don't want any anybody else trying to claim it. Like I've told you, I'm the only one that ordered a Cincinnati coupe so far. It's a nice vest, but it doesn't have is uh, doesn't have the wear and tear of the uh, the the party miles that this one does, so it doesn't have as much meaning. Okay. So your your one from two years ago is the first since this first Cincinnati coupe that ever got made. The only one. Yeah. yeah. Because then none of them ever got anything made, nobody, right? Nobody ever did anything. So it's just an online Yugen. An online one-time uh, Until the rest of these guys run out of room on their coot for patches, then they all want to order another one. Okay, so, so this is your, your go-to coot then? This is the this is the coot that goes everywhere. The Sin City. Everybody, yes. Everybody knows us as Sin City. Our, you know, our Facebook page is Sin City. We represent a Sin City. Everybody wears Sin City cuts, so... Um, I'm getting a Cincinnati cut. But, but Cincinnati is, you know, we, we control it because we didn't want... So we don't want a bunch of frauds running around trying to Just to make sure. Right. And we've also had people that have joined Sin City and then show no heart after they order a jacket. Those people will never get into Cincinnati. The only people that will get into Cincinnati and be able to get a coot for Cincinnati will be people that show up to meetings, parties, things like this where you got an out-of-town guest, you want to show them a good time the people that take the time and effort to come out and show people a good time in our city. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm quite quite impressed. It's, it's, it's a Monday and six six guys show up. I mean, if, if I ask my Jugend back in Vienna to show up on a Monday, it's very unlikely that I... I'll hear about it. Tomorrow. We had a sailor come from, from far away, so we wanted to come out and show you how much we love you. Are you getting uh, guests frequently? Somebody rolls through, and a lot of times, you know, somebody will just be passing through on a work-related, you know, trip or something like that. So as far as overseas, we'll, I don't. We'll catch up with them, have a few drinks, and you know, give them some info. Go yeah, do this. Go do that. If take them to a good restaurant, have a few drinks, and then drop them back off their hotel or feed them, yeah. Yeah. like you fed me. It's all. It's all about. Well, he said good it's restaurants. All about so. <laughs> it's fucking death pump tourism, you know, and. and you know, it's like everybody else. Anytime we make a friend, then we got another friend, you know what I mean? So, um, the army's growing. That's what right. You do with the sailor, if, you show him a good time. It, that's right. If any of us ever end up in Vienna, you know, I'm sure you'll return the hospitality, right? So that's what it's all of about, course. dude. So, Sin City is, is that the official name of the of the city? Is there a is, is there so much sin in the city, really? Um, who you hang out with? <laughs> well, it's a very conservative very, very staunchly conservative town, so all the sin was 
all kept underground, which kind of which typically makes it flourish, right? Um, and I think we were talking about how the punk scene dried up, and I think that's because a lot of that conservative conservative um, idealism kind of started to disappear um, in the late '90s, early 2000s, and uh, so you know when when you lose the repressive regime, then uh, it, it's not as much fun to sin anymore. Uh-huh. Nobody has any reason to be punk rock. They want to sound like the fucking band that just played upstairs. It was a hip, poppy and happy hipster and, band. They, yeah. He had nobody, a beard but going. They're, they're not pissed off about anything. These kids that play music now is just happy. Hey, here's my keyboard, and this guy's gonna sing. And, and he has a beard. Yeah, probably. And he looks male. <laughs> I mean, you have a beard, but you look—it's a different a beard. beard. It's not a hipster beard. No, I can't grow the rest of it out, so I'm just going with the uh, the goatee. So, uh, at, at what point was the punk rock dying in, in Cincinnati, and why was that? Probably too many bands. Uh, there's, uh, it's, it's, I would say it's uh, too much uh, quantity, not enough quality. And right now, yeah, right. it's just yeah. There's too many bands, and like back then there wasn't as many, and they were all good. Everybody had was more united. It was unity. And yeah, new more unity, and then uh, now. There's too much separation, too many different clicks, too many. I'm too cool for you. I don't want to play with you or your basement or you know they play you know places like this or you know. It's, you know also, it's there's a, too many goddamn categories now. Yeah, like, yeah. It, you know, like it used to used to be, you know, a punk band, a metal band, and a hardcore band would all play the same bill, show, yeah. and everybody would hang out, be cool, and have fun. And now, you know, you'll never see that. You'll yeah, see no. a metal a metal show is a metal show, and punks don't go. A punk show is a punk show, and, and you know, then, hardcore kids. You used to be able to go to three shows in the same fucking night in oh, three yeah. different basements, go to two basement shows, and then go to one at the oh. bar at, at 11 o'clock. You're like, see nine or ten bands and fucking... A, one night and that'd be on a Tuesday well that's another yeah. thing too now all the shows back then it was pay three bucks and get in um, now all the shows are free which is great but the bars on the venues only want to book shows book bands who will sell beer so you can't even have like underage shows because so, those kids aren't going to be coming in and buying beer so they you know the, the bars won't book those shows and a lot of the promoters want you to sell tickets to your friends to get get you in. If you don't sell enough, then you don't get to play. Yeah, so, I mean, that's so the bands with more friends get more stage time. With they more, suck. yeah, and yeah, they use high school frat boys. Like, band either. Yeah, you know, you don't see them come for one band and then go right home afterwards. It's because you know the the I, I hate to sound like the old guy, but the kids these days who are going to punk rock shows, they didn't grow up like getting their asses kicked in high school for having a mohawk, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't have to struggle against anything. It wasn't, you know, the kids these days, they don't have to be committed to anything. Everybody you gets know? a trophy like, these days. Right. Like, well, back then, if you had a mohawk, if you had a blue mohawk, you were fucking committed because you were going to have to fight some rednecks on your way home from school, you know? You were going to have to fight some skinheads who wanted to just kick your ass for no reason. Now, none of that's there, you know? You can wear a mohawk one week and get away with it, no problem. And next week, you show up wearing a, you know, I don't know, Led Zeppelin fucking t-shirt or something, and nobody thinks any different. Or you walk in at Louis Vuitton store and get away with it anyway, because everybody has tattoos and looks rough and tough. A punk or a sailor or a convict, you know? Now, you're just some, you know, hipster with a, you, you know, hot water music tattoo, I don't know. Whatever. 
everybody and their fucking brother has a tattoo now. Yeah. But it's the same thing. It's about commitment, you know. And uh, back then, it back then it all meant something. Now it doesn't mean much at all, you know. That's why. That's why I think you know at least the people here are so committed to to the coop, you know. Because when you put that thing on, you're actually representing something. You're actually committed to something. It's not just a haircut you can change or a tattoo like everybody else has. It's something that only we have. It's a thing of ours, you know. And uh, and it it. It definitely lets us know who our friends are. And you are in control of the whole thing. Are you putting makeup on as well? Because I'm a makeup person when I'm not on vacation. Is that a thing that would go well here in the city? No, have you got? Have you guys? No. 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 None of what us, will? What will happen? No. Like Dior, Johnny, or somebody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know what kind of makeup. Did put like, makeup you're talking about like Hank makeup or? Happy well, any makeup, female makeup, yeah, more like the pet Paul makeup and Happy Town. No, I mean, here it's, um... Yeah, you'll get a lot of that in the States, really. Yeah, yeah. I think here it's more of a, it's more of a kind of, like, bulk, biker metal culture. Um, I don't, I don't know, I mean, I don't think anyone would care, like, none of us would care. So. Would you feel like doing it? You, yourself? No, I don't. I don't know. I don't I think, think it would look pretty good in makeup. I don't think it'd go over too well with me. I'll try it out. You try it? You would or have you? I might have. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen pictures of Sean wearing makeup. <laughs> I mean, it's not, nothing, nothing wrong about that because, um, well, I'm doing it, at least in Hamburg, but and then it makes me feel better and free and whatnot. If it makes you feel good, I yeah. say fucking do yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but two each their own. Yeah. But going back to the music scene, I, I um, so the you, you're telling that the, the, there's so many bands in the city and everything's like sort of spreading out and but still like very segregated and, and stuff. As I started to learn that you you guys are all playing in in bands. You're really active in, in music. What yeah. bands are you in? Uh, it's punk rock and hardcore metal. What's Sean the name of the band? Uh, he's in Gangrene. Yeah. He just doesn't want to say. Right, I, I may have been called he's, Gangrene. He's in the legendary, yeah. seminal punk band Gangrene. Hey, tell, tell him. I, I you know, go go play all these other cities. Way, way better than playing here, for sure. Uh, it's really disappointing playing in Cincinnati. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it's great. You know, I'm all over the country. You know, little bits at a time. So, so you're a local celebrity. Uh, in the UK. Nah, 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 yes. Nobody wears yeah, yeah. Only yeah. when he wears his makeup. <laughs> yeah, I did a you know, lipstick thing. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, like, here, you know, it's like nobody really cares, you know, besides my friends. And, you know, that's, well, that's all. It's like any band. That's all that matters. You any know, band like, that's real big in their little city. Right. You know. Like, you know, we got gangrene here, but I'm sure fucking, fucking, I don't know, like Boston. Well, yeah, Bad example because Gangrene's from Boston, right. but like I'm sure out in LA, it's no big deal to see like the dwarves every couple, you know. Right, right. Because they, I mean, they're they're from there, you know. You can see them, 
But I mean, we kind of take gangrene for granted, probably for that reason. We now, we, yeah. We so we'll go anywhere else, like Miami, LA, or whatever, and say it's just insane because they don't think they don't know if they're ever going to see it again or whatever. You know, they probably won't. You know, everybody's up in the age or whatever. I just read an article about gangrene playing at punk rock bowling. They said the line was down the block. They sold the out. Corner. As yeah, soon as the out. tickets went on yeah. sale, well, they here they so, get two hundred people. So, so don't let him uh, downplay yeah. the popularity. <laughs> Don't let Mr. Hobby tell you Very humble. Very humble. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm grateful for what I, I've been doing. You know. Hope to continue to do it. How long have you been doing it? A year. Yeah. So I mean, it's been it's been great. Yeah. And I'm in a real black hardcore band that's getting ready to pop off. You know, it's called Body Count. You know, like I got a tape of it right here. Yo, I'll check it out. <laughs> but you guys are all playing in, in in bands. Well, we all do a band together, which is I think for I can speak for all of us, one of the most fun things we've ever done musically. Right. Is because we all just Absolutely. get to get together, drink a few beers, and fuck off, and just play dwarves punk rock. You know, yeah, show up to the shows and not even worry about shows where I was hanging out, you know, and, and then we just play, which is that extra fun thing, and you know, it's n no stress, you know, it's, you know. And if the music sucks, it's not our fault because the dwarves wrote it all. Yeah. Right. So it's, 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 it's dwarves, a cover band. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those who cannot be named. Tribute band. It's a, uh, it's a tribute band. Uh, you know, like Steve, he played in bands over the years, like some of the best Cincinnati punk rock bands, Fungus and Restraint. Two totally different veins of punk rock. I think that's how the, I met him for the first time in like, what, 94? Something like that. Brandon played with himself a lot. Yeah, I still do. Um, you know? I mean, and Brandon was in one of the seminal Cincinnati local punk rock bands called Snotboy 77. The third uh, incarnation of that band, because they went through a lot of different members, but uh, we're actually working on doing a 20-year reunion here in the next couple of months. Soon we can pick a date unanimously that everybody agrees on and try to get a show going. And Mike's in one of the best bands that ever came out of Cincinnati with his five-year-old son called Puppies and Kittens Forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Puppies and Kittens Forever, yeah. So, so, so I hear that Cincinnati's a, a real active music town. How about the Yugend itself? How big is the Yugend? And what are you doing? What are you organizing? Are you traveling? Yeah, we would... Like pretty much like the, the four of us and one guy. Yeah, we you know we, as far as I've I've only been in it for about a year. Yeah, we went to Pittsburgh and played with the Iron City guys, which took great care of us. Uh, you know, everybody Brandon's been everybody's been around and met our guys in the different cities. Yeah. What's that band Beal plays in? Uh, Frantic Romantic. Romantic. He was sorry. also in an old band called Death and Graceland that's who right. were pretty good. Um, and everybody's Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. We've got about we've got about 15 members in the Yugen, but honestly, only about six or eight of us are, are really active. So is it the 50 percent cut again? Yeah. Like the cut? Pretty much. We've actually been having a little trouble with that lately as a group, trying to figure out what we should do about jackets and uh, whether or not we should revoke them or what the. You know what the protocol would be for that kind of thing. We've been talking to a lot of other unions about they about how they a lot of other chapters about how they handle it and stuff. And um, yeah, you know, I think for everybody, it's a you know it's a source of contention. 
But they don't want to come out. Fuck them. They miss out on a good time. Yeah, but still, it's a. I mean, I have to say, it's a Monday night, and and, and not every five. We're not talking about Monday nights. Yeah, but we're it's five. About in eight, the, twelve the, months. The cookouts. The there's a hey, his band's playing, and then they still don't show up. It's like I don't want that guy wearing the same we jacket as me around town because you're not. Yeah, there's still guys I haven't met yet. Yeah, yeah. you're not my yeah. family. You know? And she yeah. comes to everything. Brandon and I started this chapter, um, you know, so many years ago, and. We were sitting around talking one night, and we, we were both on, you know, about to get married, and we were talking about having kids, and we were getting real jobs and starting to get older and stuff, and we were still, you know, swinging out the fences. We still wanted to party. We still wanted to go to punk rock shows. We still wanted to go on road trips, and... Now we get we, shit for it every fucking time yeah. you say there's a Yugen event. We thought, you know, how can how can we still like do all this grown up stuff and still, you know, hang out, still keep our friendship together and we we you know realized that this was the way to do it. And uh, you know, now like we're we're both married, we both have kids, a lot of us do. But um, you know, if if I say I wanna go out drinking with my friends, my wife gets pissed off, but if I say it's a Yugen event, she she can't say anything. All right. Gotcha. So, yeah. Does she still try, Steve? Does I does. She's part of the Yugen. <laughs> so, it, so, it looks like there, 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 there is a, a good way to, to keep your Yugen going. And uh, as you guys are showing me on a Monday night, six people up. Thank you. Th- thank you very much for that. Thank you for hanging out with me. And uh, to Cincinnati, Danny. Hell I'll yeah. come back any day. Anytime. Love you, Yugen must be destroyed. Must be destroyed. Must be destroyed. Denim Punk by the Hellsingers.
led by Yves Deville from True Jugend Helsinki. We um, uh, heard uh, one piece of uh, the Hellsingers a few months ago as they were performing uh, Hamburg City Rocks. This was the second, and I think they only did two songs, the second song of this very, very uh, good band from Helsinki, Finland, with the denim attitude, the denim punk, performed by the Hellsingers. Thank you, um, Yves Deville, for that, and I hope I will, I still hope I will see you on stage at one point in my life. One point in my life, uh, yeah, at one point in my life I talked to Mickey Six from Tübingen, Salzburg, about this beautiful patch that he did for um, uh, for the 10-year anniversary of Tübingen, Salzburg, uh, and uh, we'll feature uh, this wonderful patch uh, for Mickey, uh, who not only is a great president and a, a, a great helpful hand on the podcast, he also does, by the way, and um, his own radio show, the Turbo Radio Show, that airs um, once a month live on the internet. You might, might want to check this out. I'll put the um, the links out on the, on the Turbo Jugend Radio uh, Facebook group if you want to give it a listen. It's a very good podcast with lots of music and also Turbo stuff on it. Um, yeah, he, he not only gives us a... Uh, not only the podcast, but myself, a really, really good hand from time to time. Um, and um, not only that, we also want to feature his wonderful MVP, his most valuable patch of the month of June. MVP, the most valuable patch of my Kuta. Tobiegen Salzburg, 10 year anniversary. With me at this time is Mickey Six, the so called, not only so called, but the president of Tobiegen Salzburg, who successfully resurrected the Jugend after a um, uh, hiatus. Of after a hiatus <laughs> and uh, joining the Jugend Salzburg um, after leaving Leipzig, where he's originally yeah. from. And uh, in my hands is the, the MVP of my jacket, a 10-year anniversary patch of Tübingen Salzburg. Hi, Mickey. Hi, Chibester. Nice to meet you again. Nice to have you in my arms in the rain. Um, but anyway, why don't you give the audience a brief description of this, this beautiful piece of art um, and then we'll get into the details and the background of the patch. I think everybody knows Stiegelbier around the world, especially our American friends. Uh, I uh, discovered or happened to be fans of this beer, best Austrian beer from Salzburg. And we uh, like, uh, like to um, celebrate our anniversary in 2013. 10 years Turbo Jugend Salzburg and we like redid the logo of Stiegel with the steps and uh, the Stiegel logo, like in, uh, I don't know what it's called in English, like fracture um, uh, letters. Mm -hmm. And we did Turbo Jugend without uh, vocals. Is it so, called vocals? Yeah, it's a Turbo Jugend. And uh, used the whole Stiegel logo. And also like in the measure of it, you can put it on a Stiegel beer bottle. It's the same measure, like nine centimeters per nine centimeters. Oh, okay. And then put it on uh, 2003, the starting year of Tobiugen Salzburg, uh, to 2013 when we turned 10 years. 
an anniversary down below and it's like uh, black, white and red. Mm -hmm. The most colorful and coolest uh, colors. The most infamous colors, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's basically a, a logo of a beer brand and it's perfectly uh, transported into the true Jugend universe. Uh, it has the same images, but the, of, of course the letters are, are exchanged, which raises the question of, uh, I mean, you pretty much copy a, a, a trademark logo. Yeah. In this case, it's, it's, it's the Stiegel beer yeah. of Austria. And uh, I have to look you into, in, into your eyes and ask you, do you ever have any fear? Doing that, copying a logo of a brand? No, um, as I tagged uh, Stiegel Beer brand on Facebook, their Facebook page on the patch, nothing happened. Because mm -hmm. I think they are proud that some stupid people just uh, try to copycat them. And uh, I think they, they liked it because otherwise they would have got back to me and tell, tell me I can't uh, put it on the I, internet. I, I don't know about the Austrians because Austrians are pretty slow and lame people not lame but slow people i don't think i think they enjoy life more than anything else and they would not care about you know starting legal issues and whatnot but uh, uh i think if, if if you're in america and if you like do a pbr maybe like Pabst blue ribbon uh, uh logo you would probably maybe not yeah have a danger of encounter a legal affair with uh with a pbr from milwaukee but in this case nobody answered And um, yeah, Stiegel beer, as, as Mickey um, was mentioning, is a, a um, an Austrian beer from the city of Salzburg, which is close to, to the Bavarian border. Yeah. And I, <clears throat> being Austrian, Chebeste is Austrian, for all of you guys out there in Radio Wonderland who do not, don't know about that. Austria does not have any good beers. Except Stiegel. Except Stiegel, right. So, so that's, that's one reason, one more reason to do this patch, because mm -hmm. that's the one I like yeah, most. Praise, praise the Stiegel beer, because there's a, a regular Stiegel brand and there's this Stiegel Paracelsus brand, right? Yeah, that's like a, it's called Zwickel, I think, but yeah. I don't know what it means in English. Yeah, like Google more, it. Yeah, it's more like, uh, like a nature uh, unfiltered beer. It's an I unfiltered think beer, yeah, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. That's very good, and also Stiegel Gold is good, but I don't know if uh, if you can buy it in America, but the normal Stiegel you can buy in America. Yeah, I heard that. Or some, worldwide. Yeah, some of them, the beers they would export, but if you guys get any chance on, on Austrian beer, do not drink Gösser, do not drink uh, Ottergringer, do not uh, drink Zipfer. So it's all horse piss, basically. Yeah. The only beer that, can you, that you can reasonably drink is basically... Stiegel, right? And yeah. Stiegel Bratzelsus. I would highly recommend And that. do you know what, what's really nice about it? Because I'm coming originally from uh, Leipzig, East Germany. Uh -huh. And uh, I like emigrated uh, 11 or 12 years ago to Salzburg. And Krostitzer, with a K on the beginning, uh, is exactly tasting the same like Stiegel. That's what uh, bonded me to Stiegel beer. Because uh, if you, you would like blind testing them, you couldn't really? get a difference of so, them both. So. And it's, a, it's like a Leipzig beer brand outside mm -hmm. of uh, a little bit outside of Leipzig and that's what I like which which is bonding in between my hometown Leipzig and uh, Salzburg is Stiegel and Krostitzer if you can get your hands on Krostitzer and a Stiegel just try both and try to find out which is one okay which so is it's, a, it's, a, it's a, maybe a little uh, it's like ta a task, task for you guys yeah. out there a little game if you're beer, bored beer out testing. there do beer testing and try Krostitzer no no not K Krostitzer no? it's oh. Krostitzer okay. like K-R-O-S-T-Y-T-Z-E-R. 
Z-E-R. Okay. Kostritzer so. is some is also good, but something different. Okay, so Kostritzer, right? Kostritzer, like like crisscross. <laughs> okay, so try the crisscross beer and, and, and then put that by Stiegelwein you're skiing in Austria and compare them and it's actually the only decent beer, which makes it actually worthwhile putting on a Turbjugend patch. And this is why I thank you, Mickey. Thank you. For you're doing always that. always welcome. And I thank you for raising the flag in Salzburg, the Turbjugend flag, for 10 years. Thank you. Thank you, Mickey. Thank you for the MVP of this month. And again, thank you for giving me your hand from time to time on the podcast and on my body. Good. So we'll conclude the podcast with a Turbjugend update on some recent um, activities of Turbjugend Toronto darkness as I talk to Mark Threat about his organization of the Turbjugend Nights that happened in Toronto, in Canada, at the end of August. Turbjugend Update. So we're heading up north today, uh, where uh, I'm gonna be meeting Turbjugend Toronto Darkness as they take care of the uh, lonely souls who, for some reason, cannot make it to Hamburg for the Weltsuperjugendtage in the beginning of August. Toronto, are you there? Yes, I am. Uh, this is Mark Threat, aka the Canadian Tuxedo from TJ Rockers FTW and the newly founded Toronto Darkness. Ooh, so that's a, a brand new Jugend in Toronto? Yeah, it's a, it's a few months old. We're, we're just getting started. It's a good time. Why is that? Why, is that, uh, why are you starting in the Jugend? I mean, I, I think Toronto, uh, they used to have a good cha the, uh, a chapter running, but you're, you're starting a second cha chapter in the city? Uh, yeah, well, the, uh, the original Toronto chapter is a bit of an older chapter. Um, you know, most of the guys that are, that are part of that have been friends for a long time, and, uh, you know, they've been around for a while, and uh, I'm one of the fresher guys. I've been active for three or four years now, and I just decided, you know, maybe to start something else up in the city and uh, with a city as large as Toronto. Mm -hmm. uh, we are, I believe, the third largest city in all of North America right now. It definitely doesn't hurt to have a few chapters here. Right, and boost some new energy into the city. So, and, and this is exactly what you're doing in the month of August, right? Uh, yeah, we're uh, hosting the Interbojugan Nights here in Toronto. Oh, great. So that's, this is actually a, the, 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 the second event, as I, I was told, in, in the second Interbojugan uh, the Canadian Trubjugend Nights, as they are called. Um, maybe just give us a brief overview about uh, what's going to take uh, happen there and who's playing and uh, what people can expect from that. Yeah, last year was our inaugural year. Um, we hosted it. Uh, it was just one show last year, though. It spanned a long weekend, but it was just the one show. This, this year we have two shows, uh, two nights back-to-back -back happening. It's during the August Labor Day long weekend, so it's going to be running the August 29th, 30th, and 31st. Uh, the shows will take place on the Friday, the 29th, and uh, Saturday, August 30th. And uh, yeah, we're, we're going to have a good time. Lots of uh, TJ bands in the mix and a few people traveling, so we're really looking forward to it. Okay, so why don't you run us through the bands that, uh, that you're uh, planning on having in the summer? Sure. Uh, the first night for the Friday, we have, um, we have a few bands. Uh, couple locals and then a couple travelers we have a band from ottawa called the lindbergh babies so yeah they're uh, tj ottawa we have another band from uh they have members of tj toronto it's uh kill sid um we've got another band from uh, the same area 
but um, actually they're part of another new chapter in southern Ontario called TJ Wellington County. That band is called The Nasties. The Nasties? Hmm? Yeah, kind of an old school punk band. Oh, cool. And then uh, right now, as headliners, uh, unless we find a huge Toronto band to do it, um, we have The Screws from Washington, D.C., who are actually pretty worthy of the headlining slot. They're uh, D.C.'s longest-running punk band. Mm-hmm. Well, which, which, which kind of punk are they playing? Which, which style of punk? Is that an uh, it's, American it's, it's new like style? A, yeah, it's, a, it's an American old-school kind of punk, just very straight-ahead punk rock. All right, but they're pretty famous in the, in, on, on the East Coast? Uh, yeah, they've been around for a while. As, as far as I understand, they're, uh, I spoke to Chuck Miners, who, who's going to be playing with them, and he said that they're uh, DC's longest-running punk band. So. Oh wow, that's yeah. quite something. But they've got a bit of a history behind them. So, so that's, that's the Friday night, and then we've got the Saturday night show as well, which is happening at the, uh, the Bovine Sex Club in Toronto, which is kind of our little CBGBs. Um, mm-hmm. We've got a band from Ottawa playing that as well, Four Stroke. Um, another band from Waterloo playing, the Saigon Hookers, who are a good old uh, school rock and roll band. And then we have uh, one of my old bands actually reuniting for a one-off show, Electric Blood. Um, we actually put out a split with Maximum r and a few years ago. And then as the headliners, we have Against the Grain from uh, Detroit, the uh, TJ Motor City Mad Men. Oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, so that's, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's all punk rock, I, I, um, I, I think, right? I'm thinking. Yeah, we're going to shove the uh, rock and roll down everybody's throat for those. Uh, wow. That sounds, sounds really great. I mean, how many bands were this? Eight? Uh, eight bands. We, we may or may not uh, add one more for the Friday slot, but right now it's looking like eight bands solid over the course of two nights. Cool. That's in, I mean, that's really, that, that's quite something. I mean, you can ask the people in Hamburg when they organize the, the What's Your View, you can tell you how much of a, of a hassle it is to get the two bands a night in, and you, 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 you guys are just doubling it, right? Yeah, we've gotten a good response for this event, so I think everybody's just really looking forward to it, and they want to be part of it, especially early on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, how many how, how many Jugends and which Jugends are you if you could just maybe point like give us a brief brief overview of the Canadian Truby Jugend landscape what 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 sort of, what type of Jugends what how many Jugends from Canada are you expecting from Canada we're expecting quite a few obviously just in Toronto alone we have uh, three or four chapters and then um, hopefully the Montreal guys can make it but we've also have we also have interest from uh, chapters in Alberta and chapters in Saskatchewan so we're looking forward to that and uh, I know a couple of my buddies from um, from Texas want to come up for it uh, my buddy Christian Best and his wife are uh, actually skipping punk rock bowling this year so he could save up enough dough to come up to, to Toronto for the summer so wow uh, you know quite quite the response for it yes yeah, it sounds like a really really big thing I mean just 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 to put things into perspective that uh, if you talk about all those other Yugans from from uh, all, all, all parts of Canada, I mean, how long would they be from Montreal or from the other areas you were mentioning? How long would they have to drive or fly into to get into Toronto? Because Canada is obviously such, such a big country. Yeah, from uh, from like Montreal, is, they're looking at a six-hour drive for you know from the other provinces. It's looking a, a lot longer. So I don't know whether they're driving or they're flying. But if they're planning on driving, it's going to take quite a while. Yeah, but they better hop in a car right now, right? Yeah, pretty much. 
to get there. So it, 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 it's a Canadian thing, but how many Yugans from this? Because I understand that this, Toronto is not very far from, from Buffalo, New York, Niagara Falls. How many, how many bands are you expecting from the States to go there? You were just mentioning a few from, from Florida and uh, anything. Yeah, I, just, I just mentioned a handful, but from the States, we're, I was talking to uh, TJ Buffalo. They're, they're looking like they're coming up. Um, again, TJ Motor City Madmen from Detroit, they're uh, against the grains looking to have a few people come up with them. So, you know, that's at least those guys there too. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, um, Christian Texas, that's uh, TJ Bayou City. So, you know, that's that's a handful right there. Yeah, the, the Bayou City was at the... The, the GNT was a was a pretty famous mag, member back in the days. I, I don't know if you heard about him, but he was the who was the guy who was actually yeah tongue kissing. I was mentioning that on the other pod, the podcast the other day. The, the, the GFN. Yeah, the GFN, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's actually who I'm talking about. All right, okay, so I got him. He's he's pretty hilarious. He's 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 quite a figure, right? Yeah, good dude, definitely. Yeah, you were mentioning um, um the bovine sex club just just by coincidence. Yesterday I was talking to. Villain, the new, the president of Tribune St. Pauli. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking to him in in, in Cologne, and he was uh, visiting me, and and he was. Uh, we were talking about Toronto actually, and and um, I've been to Toronto twice, and it on it like on a tourist trip, and it was years in the early 90s when Tribune was not part of my life, uh, um, and I was also there last year, but only like driving through basically, just staying one night, and he was pointing out that Toronto is in it's a really really had a nice. And and uh, really good nightlife, um, especially for punk rock. And I didn't know that, especially as he were he was he was also ma- always um, also mentioning the the Bouvine Sex Club. Can can you give us a, a little bit insight on that club? Uh, like I mentioned earlier, it's kind of like uh, our little CBGBs here in Toronto. It's it's one of the last remaining like punk rock rock and roll bars in the city. They've been around for I think almost 25 years now. And they've always maintained to like stay the way they are. You know what I mean? They host yeah. punk shows on the regular, rock and roll shows on the regular. It's it's really small, dingy. You know, yeah. No ceilings. You know what you'd expect from your from your typical punk rock bar. But it always draws a good crowd. It always draws a large large crowd. So I'm really really happy we got the bovines. Yeah, that's a really. I mean, this is this is this is probably the event. It's like like doing trying to do something in New York City and and pick. Uh, if if still in existence at the CBGB, right? It's it's the place in Toronto, and it's so the true. You can really get a get a big stage, uh, like playing at the club and having all the cotton, the cotton in there. Yeah. Um, speaking of the cotton in there, um, you were mentioning that uh, um, that you were uh, part of a um, of a of the uh, true uh, Negro video, right? Of oh the, yeah, I was. Uh, I made an appearance in the uh, I got a knife video actually last year. Mm-hmm. So that where where did that happen? It happened in New York City, right? In Niagara Bar. Yeah, the Niagara Bar in New York. So how how did you get there? How did you get the chance to to, to be part of that video? I mean, um, well, basically, I made uh, a few months prior to that. I made really good friends with TJ Brooklyn and the Uptown NYC chapters, and uh, I went up there and I or down there, I should say, and I visited them a few times, and then just on a whim, I heard, uh, yeah, Turbo Negro is is uh you know recording this new video in new york uh tony just contacted the president of brooklyn joel and he was like get as many yugen as you can to the shoot you know mm-hmm. and i just heard from it uh just through joel and 
you know, I, I put 150 bucks in my pocket, bought a, bought a bus ticket, and just went down to New York for it. All right, so and then, you, then you arrived there and you were on. Yeah. How was the scene like? I mean, just looking at the video, there were like lots of Yugans. Yeah, they were, they were from all over. Obviously, you had your Brooklyn and Uptown, Uptown uh, NYC guys, but you had people from Atlanta there as well. You had people from, uh, I believe they were there from Pittsburgh mm -hmm. as well. Um, yeah, and then just, they were, I, there was actually quite a few chapters there from all over the place. Mm -hmm. how, how was the scene like? How long did it actually take to get, uh, to go through the whole video, to have it all, all, all the whole shooting completed? They're probably for a solid, you know, four or five hours shooting the video piece by piece, bit by bit, just kind of chatting, shooting the shit, and uh, just getting the scenes done. Mm, so four, four, four to six hours, you're saying. I mean, I was, just, I, was, I was visiting last year, and I went into that Niagara bar, and all, of course they have the, the, the illuminated hat on it that from the album cover. So I just asked her about the, uh, the illumination of the, of the hat on the wall and ask her to turn it on, but she wouldn't even know about it, what it is. So, um, and she, uh, granted that she's only been around for uh, only a few weeks in the bar, so she maybe ha she, she was not, uh, like, uh, didn't have to really know it, but uh, as I can tell, I've been to the bar, it's, it's not your typical Trooper Yugen bar, as the bars you, the Cobra bar, or, or uh, the King in Hamburg, or maybe the, the bar you were just mentioning in, 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 in Toronto, so. But it, I suppose it was fun, the whole thing. Oh, definitely. It just, but it just goes to show you, we still need to educate people on Turbo Negro, you know? Yeah, all the time. It never stops. As much as possible. Yeah, but edu music education also is also a big thing on the, uh, of, of the whole podcast. And um, uh, we were talking about that um, um, before. And uh, I was mentioning the, the, the really good Canadian music uh, or punk rock group or metal group from Toronto, Canada, Kill Cheerleader. Toronto's finest. Toronto's finest. It's maybe not even, at least Canada's finest, if not North Americans or the world's finest, because this band is, 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 is just simply awesome. Do, do you have any background information on the band? Um, well, all I can say is, well, I can say a lot. I can babble on and on, but just to keep it brief, I, they're definitely one of my influences. They're, you know, Aside from Turbo, they're probably my next biggest influence, next to like GNR. So I can't say, you know, enough about enough about Kill Cheerleader. I know they kind of they kind of folded on their brink of fame. You know what I mean? When they were uh -huh. just about to, where they were just about to make it, they were getting their name out there, getting big, getting known. Like Lemmy from Motorhead it was even, you know, quoted as calling them the greatest rock and roll band since Guns N' Roses. So when you're doing something, you know, to get Lemmy's attention, you know, you must be doing something right. And uh, it's just a shame that, you know, they had to finish off right when they were getting big, you know? Yeah, that's what I, that's what I heard. So one, one of their members ended up in jail, and the other ones were sim simultaneously doing drugs, probably. That's what I heard. Yeah, that was the breakdown. That was the breaking point, which, you know, is a, is a shame because it shouldn't come to that. But... With uh, with rock and roll, it's one of those stories that you hear over and over. Yeah, but but I mean, uh, as as, as I um, li I'm regularly listening to the record, and I have to say it's one of the it's one of the best records ever put out. It's I mean, talk about a cheesy cover with the unicorn on it, and the, like and I think they changed it now 
to a like a rubber mask chick, which is more rock and rock and roll 2014, I guess. But still, I mean, the, the good the good news is that the music is still there, and you can still buy the music for like no money at all. It's I think it's uh, not even five bucks you have to spend on that, but it's such good music. So you can only and strongly recommend to people who are listening to this just get get your record, buy it, and be all happy. You, it's it's a it's a must have in any in any music collection. Definitely, I was actually just on uh, eBay the other day, and I. I saw a bunch of the records still out there, so if people want to get their hands on it, I suggest they do. Just search Kill Cheerleader and you'll find something, you know, while you still can. Yeah, so this is, we probably have to say we are not commercially some anyhow involved into the whole thing. It's just, we are just, both of us are convinced that this band is really one of the greatest ever and there's no single dollar, Canadian dollar or euro going into anyone's pockets. We're just mentioning because we love them so much. Yep, definitely. And I can speak for Bengal, my audio slave as well. He also loves them to his heart. So, okay, going back to the event itself, um, I think, I mean, just hearing about the fact about the the, the eight bands that you you organized, uh, this this is really going to be something. It's really a good alternative for those of you guys who cannot afford or for some reason cannot make it to Hamburg, why don't you go um, either like on the Northern American continent to all the way to Toronto or even travel from Europe to Canada just to get uh, to get a real good uh, alternative to Hamburg going. Why not, right? Yeah, how much would the tickets be? Is that going to be, as usual, reasonably priced? Um, it's definitely going to be like DIY prices. We were thinking about doing tickets, but just to make it a little easier on us and a little easier on the people attending. We're just going to do a cover at the door. It's looking like it's going to be an $8 cover at the door. Okay. Per show. Per show, but it's fair. I mean, it's, it's, that's two, two, two bucks per, per band, so that's... Really... You know, the cover goes to helping the, every band out. Every band that's playing is going gonna, is gonna to get a cut of that because, you know, they're the ones who make it possible. Yeah, totally. I mean, this is... I mean, it sounds awesome. It sounds like an awesome... Uh, uh, Awesome event, and I, I truly thank you, my Canadian tuxedo, for for doing all the work. And I get that from from talking to you that it's you put a whole lot of work in it, and uh, it's it's quite something to to to, to get this going. Um, it's it's I think it's also necessary to have like locally well distributed events all over the globe, and it's a good thing that I that we can see that Canada is doing. Uh, really, really something big. I mean, I'm talking really about a, a big thing that you, you you're trying to get going, and uh, you're trying to raise and make a make this one a, a um, like a fixed date on a, on the Trubigan calendar. So yeah, it's a great job. It looks like it's awesome times. So I I'll be putting the all the information on the Trubigan Radio Facebook page. The date the, the, again again the date is Friday the 29th of August to. Uh, for three days until a Sunday, right? Yeah, the uh, Sunday we're just gonna no show happening on the Sunday, but we're just gonna you know have another meeting, another gathering for all the uh, TJ that are still in the city, you know, visiting us. So we want to send them away with the fondest memories possible. So we're gonna do an extra night, just get together and do one last hurrah before everybody heads back. Yeah, that's awesome. Sounds like a really really good plan. I'm I'm dying to hear from you um, after the event. Maybe you can can update us on how it went, and maybe you can send some. Some audio footage, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll think about what what uh, what sort of audio footage you can bring back from the Canadian Drew Vegan Nights uh, that are happening in the in the end of August. So yeah, Canadian Tuxedo, 
awesome work. I, I, I thank you from uh, the bottom of my heart for doing this interview and uh, uh, setting up such a big thing um, for the beautiful country of Canada. All right. Well, thank you, man. It's been a pleasure and uh, we'll definitely be in touch. All right. So take care and all hail. You heard it. Go to Toronto at the end of August for all you, especially all of you sorry asses that cannot make it to the city of Hamburg in the summer. Toronto gives you another chance uh, to catch some kick-ass rock and roll, to, to catch some really good bands, a decent quantity of, uh, of bands, I might add. So uh, go ahead, cross the border, get to know a Mark Threat, and go, go out and hit Trubeugan Toronto, and go ahead and spend some Trubeugan nights together. Okay, so that was uh, the Trubeugan Radio Podcast of the month of June, I just we just all just recently learned about the the uh, the bands that are uh, going to play at the Weltuberjugendtage in Hamburg, and yes, thank God we made it. And the villain from Tuberjugend, Saint Pauli, he made it, uh, and he got our all, all of our, um, all of our uh, favorite band, uh, Turbo Negro. You might have heard of him um, over to play um, a show on a Friday. Uh, and the first Friday in August, so we all are uh, looking forward to that. It's going to be a kick-ass weekend. We have, uh, uh, besides the, um, the the headliner of Trubanigo, we have all sorts of good bands. Um, over there, we have the the Hip Priest and then and several other bands that are going to perform on the Friday and the Saturday. Uh, as I learned uh, from uh, Villain, I just talked to him a few minutes ago. Uh, the, the the combo tickets are sold out from for the combination of Friday and Saturday. It's sold out, so I guess you better uh, you better hurry. The tickets are going fast. If you wanna go, if you wanna go to to Hamburg and watch all the bands play, go ahead, uh, act fast, get your tickets online. Um, you'll find the information on Facebook and on, on the respective Trubi uh, and Trubi Negro sites. Uh, go online, get your tickets, and you will all. What another thing? Uh, you, that um, Gregor and um, I'm also called a villain is going to organize is a special trooper you can street map to see that he's going to um, to have ready for you guys to for all of you guys who have never been to Hamburg you will not get lost villain is taking care of you and he will have a, a nice little handout a trooper you can street map with all the trooper you can hotspots out there for you so you don't get lost in the dark streets and so no no uh, perverted sailor man can uh, just push you into some corner and do whatever he likes with you so no worries there in case you're scared good as every month the end belongs to my bengal who uh, is a good boy again and, and did all the, the, the good work for me in the background so he gets to pick uh, this month's uh, cream puff and he really is, is uh, giving it uh, a really hard effort to really make the um, uh, the the cream puff uh, enjoyable thing for you so if you want to give him feedback or if you have good bands up your sleeve just hit us uh, uh, go ahead and, and, and contact him on Facebook or write an email to radio at org and you should be um, uh, be okay and give him a um, give him a hint on a good band and he gonna if he likes it he's gonna feature it at the end of the podcast at his cream puff. The cream 
puff of the month brought to you by Bengal. Whew, technical difficulties nearly forced me to uh, give up cutting uh, this uh, month's episode. But uh, finally I survived the game and uh, here we are with my cream puff of this episode. Eu gosto de você gachinha. That should be Portuguese and in English it's something like uh, I like you pussycat. So why I'm trying to speak Portuguese? Because it's Soccer World Championship. And I decided to bring you some more Brazilian feeling into your daily routine. So I picked out the CD called Los Suaves Negros, a bossa and launch tribute to Turbo Negro. And we are about to hear a song called Turbo Negro Must Be Destroyed by the band called New Moscow. Destroyed. Destroyed. 
Destroyed. Must be destroyed. 